Okay, daf chaf hey, we learned today. So if you remember in the uh, the Mishnah discussed the case of the, if someone packed up their or stacked their weed on top of leket, and we said the kolan aretz, anything touches the ground is considered belongs to the onion. And we said that was a knas applied by the chacham. That's why I explained it last year. So Ravan Rav Imi B'Shem Rabbi Shimon Ben Lakish says as follows: This Mishnah must be debate shamahi. Why? Debate shamai. Beit shamai says ormim hefker la'inim hefker. Now, why does it have to be beit shamai? It's because we are saying this: all the bottom layer goes to the anim, and also if it goes to the anim as lek, it implies it's patra for trumas amastro. Correct. And but the only shita that says I can be I can partially mafkir something is shita beit shamai. Because if you recall, beit hillels of the shita, there has to be like shmita. There has to be hefker la'anim ula ashirin to be considered hefker. Beit Shammai says Hefkela Anim works, it can that could exempt it for Trumas Amasro, whereas Bidahil says to be has to be both Hefkel Anim Ula Ashirin. So I'll read you Reb Chaim inside, because it says Ukubeit Helel, as it says, um, you, you, we've got a few Shino Girisot going on here, because uh, you'll, you'll see why later in the sugar it's important. Because Beit Hill says Anima, because what would happen? Ukubeit Hillel, what would have to happen? Beit Hillel says is that what, what would be required if, we, if the Knas applied? Then hefker la'anim isn't considered fully hefker, so the anim would have to take maisa from everything at the base because it's not considered fully hefker. And therefore, what hilkach lebeit hilah misdaver the law consume mishum da'ati le'tekalav. So Reb Chaim explains the sugya. The name Moshe explains it differently. We'll get to that soon. Meaning that because if if it was beit hilah and the knas was that the whole layer goes to the anim. That would be chayv and trumas and and the aniim are so used to taking the matanot and having to, not having to separate trumas and What would happen? This knas would be effectively giving them tevel, <coughs> and they're not in the practices of doing any afrasha, and they're going to eat tevel. So that must mean our mission must only be like shita beit shamay, who says it's sufficient to be hefkel aniim to make a patron and trumas and and that would be same as any of the other matanot. Well, okay, um, fine. However, the Gemara continues, Amalei Rav Yasa, Shemano Shehupatu Mimasu Chehefker Beitin Hefker. In other words, what this means here, he says is that, no, this is really Shita, this is actually Divrei Hakol. This is actually everybody. Why? Mishum Hefker Beitin Hefker. Meaning, Hilkach Bamasha Amru Chachamim Shulek Amrin Rebchayim Na Mishum Knas. Hare Hefker Gamur La'anim Aflavid Hilal Hilkach Patu Minamasro. In other words, what it seems to be, according to Beit, the, the, Rabbi Asa says, no, I should have to be like Beit, Beit Hillel. But what Beit Din did, they did a full Hefker, Hefker La'anim Ashirim as well. And therefore, um, despite the fact only Anim are going to actually, impractically actually take it, doesn't matter, that's sufficient to, they say, it's Trapatra and so even Beit Hillel um, would agree that this Knas applies. Okay. So that, that's the way Reb Chaim explains it. Now I'm going to introduce you to uh, the Pnei Moshe here because he explains it differently. He also says, ah, at the conclusion is completely different, but we'll come back to, the, to, to Reb Chaim because the reason why I bring both his explanations because the end of this sugya, also you'll see with the Girsel, it's going to make a big difference in terms of how you understand, uh, how you understand what just happened now. Because but, but what the flow according to the Pnei Moshe, he says, ah, the Mishnah must be like Beit Shammai because it's part of the Trumas Amasro. Then Rabbi Yossi comes along, it's like rhetorically. You think when they apply this knas, it means the anim don't have to separate trumas from asrot? No. Rather, yes, the mission could be made hillel, but the anim would have to separate trumas from asrot from it. 
according to Shidabed Hillel. In other words, what was considered a, a, a um, what, what do they call it in philosophy, redactio ad absurdum, meaning what would be a ridiculous conclusion which, which, which led to the, which was the basis of the question, um, according to Bed Hillel, that, uh, sorry, according to the first understanding that Mishnah can't be like Bed Hillel, because otherwise it would be a chai and Masrop, was actually the conclusion, according to Pateli Moshe, that no Mishnah can be like Bed Hillel, and the Anim would have to say Petrubus Masrop based on this mass. Okay, very, two very different conclusions. Because the conclusion then, according to Reb Chaim, is no, even according to Beit Hill, the Patrum Shemus Masrop is a full on Hefker. Whereas according to Bnei Moshe, no, this is a Kami like Beit Hill, but according to Beit Hill, they'd have to say Patrumus Masrop. Two very, very different conclusions. So then Gemara continues now with effectively, and Reb Chaim says here, and Mafashim also say, or already say it, is this whole sugya is really from Sech Shkalim, which you've seen in uh, Dafyomi. And it's bought as, like a, as a cut and paste, it's placed here. As he says, Rechaim says, that's a derech of Roshani quite a lot, we find. And we've seen this already a number of times already, that it's really a cut and paste from a different sugya. And you have to appreciate that to understand what the Gemara is doing. Um, because our mission is used as part of the conclusion of that sugya, as we'll see. So what's the question there? There the Gemara discusses, how do we know the Hefker beating Hefker? Um, that you can have this even concept of Hefker beating Hefker. So it says, it begins in the beginning, okay, that we see that the concept that, that this is from Daniel, that anyone didn't come to hear the declaration that Ezra had to say to Bnei Israel to you know, divorce their um, intermarried, intermarried relationships and things like that, um, that anyone who doesn't come into come to Yerushalayim is going to Yecharem uh, declare basically um, declare all their property owners. So you can see here already in Navi that, that the power of Beit into Mafkir property. Then it asks the next question in the Gemara. How do we know that um, what is Hefker, it's also Pato Minam Astro. So Rabbi Yonatan, Breder of Yitzhak, Par Acha, Shama Lamin Hadak, and learn from this. As we learn as follows, Ein Ma'abrina Tashana, Lo Beshvit, Lo Bemotze Shvit. You're not allowed to do Ibu Shana during Shemitah year, meaning you're not allowed to add an Adar Sheni, which is kind of what we have this year. We'll explain that soon. We have an Adar Sheni in a Shemitah year. But they didn't allow one to do a Ibu and add an extra Adar in, 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 in Shemitah year. And uh, also, Lo Bemotze Shvit. However, imi bruha, if they did so, harem zume uberet, it would still work. Okay. Um, so let's just understand it as follows. Um, so then we add, So we see they're not allowed to add an extra chodesh in shmita. Okay. And if they, by doing so, adding extra chodesh, it's a bidia that it would work. But what does it mean it would work? It worked that the Chachamim have what? Effectively been mafkir everyone's property for an extra month when they shouldn't have done so. And by calling it Shmita, it is part of Futrumus Amastro. So you see the Gemara tries to draw a conclusion from here that Hefker Beitin, by adding this extra, effectively adding this extra month when they shouldn't have a Shmita year, is part of Futrumus Amastro. So he said, Akadun, so the Gemara says, Akadun, if you like, until now, I understand Shmita. I understand why Shmita and Allah add an extra, extra month. Because you're adding an extra month of Shemitah Tkarko. It's, uh, it's, a, it's quite a burden on Am Yisrael. What about Motzi Shvit? Why can't I add an extra month in Motzi Shvit? Now it says Minayim. Minayim, normally we understand this from where is it from. But here, Grad is Shinu Girsa, but Farsham explained it the same way anyway. The question is, my timer. What's the reason why I can't have the Ibrur Shana after an extra month out of Sheni in Motzi Shvit? So I'm Ravavon, Shalol Larbot, Ibi Isur Chadash. Because if you remember, They've already gone through a year where they haven't been able to plant anything. 
The new produce can't be eaten until when? Until the Korban Omer is offered. If I add an extra Adar, I'm pushing off the offering of the Korban Omer an extra month, which is even longer before people can start eating any new, any new produce. So that's why they said you can't do, you can't do it then. So let's mm-hmm. continue. So Rabbi Zira says, B'Shem Rabbi Avahu, all these prohibitions of adding, um, uh, making Ibushana in the Shemitah year or the post-Shemitah year, that was before Rebbe allowed them to import vegetables from Chutzlaretz. Now, why didn't they allow veg- importing vegetables from Chutzlaretz? That was because we know that the, the Gusha Aretz, the block clods of earth from Chutzlaretz are Gozer, the Tamim, Mishum, Gzeir, Hashem, Etzem, Shumat, Shumat, Chas, let's say, let's put it simply, Mishum, Tumat, Chutzlaretz. So if you're going to import food, we're concerned that they're going to bring a lot of, lot of soil in and marba tumba Eretz Israel. However, what did Rebbe do? Rebbe was matir, came to a point where he matir the import of vegetables from Chutzlaretz to Eretz Israel. So once you've done that, you've relieved the strain, if you like, on the, uh, um, both during Shemitah and Motzei Shemitah. So therefore, because I can rely on what's it called in the supermarket, Yivul Chul, whatever it is we have nowadays. Therefore, therefore there's no problem with having Adar Shein. And Aval Mishin Yitir, Rebbe, Lavi Yerik Mechutzarat, once he is Matirat, he says, He Shvit, He Shnei Shavu. It doesn't make a difference which Shmita year, which year of the Shmita cycle you can add a month. So we say, Tani ein ma'avirin et hashana lo b'shvit ela b'shash shnei shavuah ve'imru v'harezim u'oberet. Meaning we've just gone back to what we've just said, that what Tani ein ma'avirin, you can't do ibu shana b'fidus mu'oberet. And Amar Rebbe Mana had a detainment, what's the reason for that? So, so that, that which we said, again, he gives it now. That's why the Gra takes out that extra, these four lines I just read, or three lines I just read. But he could, because now Rabbi Man is giving a different um, explanation of why nowadays, if you like, um, then you, that we're allowed to do Ma'abar Shana in the seventh or Motzeh Shvit as well. So, how did the Tamer Barishana? That was originally Shahayu Shanim Kisidram, when the, if you like, the agricultural cycle was impacted in the same, in the normal fashion, meaning things were ripening in time for, let's say, in time for uh, when the Korban Omer was offered. seems to be ripening later anyway in the year. Meaning, by adding an extra month, it's not going to suddenly delay us, the Chadash being matter of the produce, because the produce is not ready anyway. So therefore, um, so therefore, it's uh, not a, and therefore, sort of, um, mm-hmm. fine, what are we going to say? When it's really that again, back to the original Takana before they weren't allowed to do it. It says you're not allowed to ma'aber shvid, and if, but however, if they did, then it would work. Mashmawat the chachamim by adding an extra month when they shouldn't have just to to chazara what we just what I said before. By adding extra month, they're being effectively mafia people's property, and by calling a shmitra, it's part of shumas amasra. So you can see hefker beitin also exempts one from shumas amasra. So Amar Rabbi Avin, Rabbi Avin says, absolutely not. In Minhada, if you're trying to learn from there, you've learned nothing. Why? 
because the Torah gives us the Chachemim a license to do Ibor Shana. Meaning, the Chachamim are given the power to add an extra Adar to ensure Pesach is around Aviv time. So, Mashma, if they decided to add an extra month, that's not Midin Hefker, that's Midin Doraiti, it has full Din Shmita. So, don't try and bring a proof from this case that, um, that the Hefker Betin is Potter of Vichrimus Amasra. So, therefore, the Gemara says, Ah, I'll bring you a different proof. What's a proof? The, sorry, so where do we see from, like, like, where do we see, where's the proof then? Of that, like, that Hefker Beitin is part of the Trumas Masra, and we say, our Mishnah, that's why we're bringing this whole Sugi from Shkale. It was, Shimon says, that's to Beit Shammai, that's got to be Shita Beit Shammai, Let's, we're learning the Sugi exactly like Reb Chaim once again, that must be Beit Shammai, why? Because Beit Hillel just follow the flow, since Hefker La'anim is not considered Hefker, Bichayim and Trumas Masra, and again, Reb Chaim's explanations to Chazar on it, Reb Chaim's explanation is, Chachamim wouldn't have ever then applied the knas because it's mevidele takala, because then it would be considered tevel, and Anim would eat it like leket and be over in the Isra of tevel. So Amrali Rav Yasa, Shamanushu, Patumi Masra, we see here that actually, no, it is Patumi Masra, even according to Beit Hillel, why? Because Dibra called he Mishum, Mishum, now, this, this is the Mishum knas. And as, as, um, and as the Gra changes the next few words, and because of Hefker, Beit Din, Hefker, which again fits in exactly like we've been explaining, like the Rav Chaim, that really the conclusion of that sugya of our Mishnah, the sugya of explaining our Mishnah, is our Mishnah could be even according to Beit Hillel, and because of Hefker, Beit Din, Hefker, it's Patimitrum Asamasrot, so that's why Shkal, the Masek, the Gemara Shkalim, brings this as a proof to Hefker, Beit Din, Hefker. But again, according to Pane Moshe, he, has, he reads the last few words. No, it's Mishum Knasuk, but Hillel Ani Maasrim Ochlim. Meaning you can't bring a proof from our Mishnah because go and bait Hillel, he'd have to separate from us from Right, so that's again, that's, uh, that's, that's why the words that are written here can, can, uh, are so, so incredibly important and we lead to very different conclusions. All right, let's continue. We said, that we said in the Mishnah that, um, that what happens in Ruach Shapizra, what happens if a wind comes and blows over the field and mixes up your produce with all the lekkah? You've got to take a certain amount. So the first understanding was you get baiting to estimate how much lekit would have fallen in such a field. And the other shita said, Rabbi Shimon Gala said, that's Kedainatila. So what's Kedainatila? So Rabzira says, Rabzira said that Amr Rabbi Alvau said that B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan, Arba Kavim Lakur, four Kavim Akur. Now Akur is 180 Kav, so a proportion of 145th. So drop over 2%. All right, so when you said to me, how much could possibly drop? Well, yes, a lot could possibly drop. Okay, sounds like one forty. Uh, just uh, you know, just over two percent is significant. Um, fine. So Rebbe Zira by Kamei Rebbe now, but that's assuming what is it? Arba kubim kakabim lekur. Did you just give me a proportional value to the, how much produce is there and how much fell, or is it perhaps a lot less than that? Is it lebeit kur? Now beit kur is a is a measure of area. It's the amount of area in a field that one that one could take plant a bait a core's worth of produce. That's why it's it's very interesting when you're learning um, Gemara anyway. Bavli um, Shami does make a difference. Is a lot of the areas that are given actually uh, measurements of volume, which doesn't make any sense. But it's because it's a volume that it's an area in which a volume of wheat could, or produce could be planted, and that's what the, that's how they measure up the 
the so-called area. So that, that makes a big enough community because if it's a bait court, it's a much bigger space now and it's a smaller proportion. So it's the Amrlay, Amrlay says actually that, that would be the bait court. So no, it's not a 145th, as I said, it would be uh, if you find a uh, four cubs worth in the space of a bait court, that would be, that's the amount, that's right, that's a proportion if you like. I don't know how, what that mathematically translates into, but that's, that, that would be the amount, um, uh, that would be the amount of like it has to be left. So Tamantanina, but we learned to Mishnah that the term Kedena Fila is used very, very differently. And this is a mission in Bava Metziah. And the Mishnah there discusses what happens if someone's an Aris, a sharecropper. Now, a sharecropper is a certain person who says, I'm going to take agrees to work somebody else's field for a percentage of, and he's willing to pay the owner a percentage of the yield. Okay, not a fixed price, not a rental, whatever the yield is. What happens if it's a particularly bad year or the land or whatever it is, and it's not producing very much? Stalk here and there. Now the question is: At what point can the can the can the can the, can the, the Aris say it's just not worth my while? It's not my worth my to gauge, and it's not producing anything anyway. So why why spend my year plowing and planting and 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 and, and watering and trying to take care of everything? It's not going to produce anything. So the the um, the Mishnah there says that im yesh ba fila, meaning. Um, uh, so so let's let's explain because it says amri would have for the creek. So let me just read the Reb Chaim inside because it fills it in all together. It says, If there's enough to make a pile, then it's chayel tapelvo. So Perush, Reb Chaim says, uh, explain it like I said. And then the Gemara says, What's considered a pile? Ela what? What's the shear? Elim ken As long as it's enough, what's kedei Now we've just said kedei is some sort of measure of you know, Arba came the court. But there it doesn't mean that. Amar Aval, that's Benofela Kedela Zora, Bekamar Hachim. And there, what's Kedela? That's the amount it can produce enough to do replanting. So it's a completely different you know, like, explanation altogether. It says, Bekamar Hachim. And here you say it's got to do with a proportion that's either proportional to the space, or so a certain amount within an area, or certain proportional to the yield that's coming out. It doesn't make sense. So, so and and the Gemara and the Mufashim say right? It's not that it's nothing that doesn't make sense, but there's no satisfactory answer. Then it's true that the term kedemifila in two different contexts actually mean two different things. Okay. Next Mishnah. Shibolat shebekatsir v'roshama gila kama. Now here, what's interesting is, as we mentioned previously, you can also have shichacha bekama. Shichacha bekama means you can also have. If you forgot to cut certain uh, certain parts of the field, or, or let's say you're cutting and single stalks weren't cut and it's left standing, you moved on. So that can be shikha kama. The question is, what's considered shikha? Just because you missed it? No, because you can take another swap and cut it again. So it says, shibola shabakatsir. If you've got a, a stalk that's leaving, stand, standing in the in, in amongst uh, shabakatsir, the area that's been harvested, have veroshul magila kama and its head reaches some of the uncut wheat. If it can be cut along with it, then it's not considered shikha. Because it's not considered, because means you're not allowed to go back to cut it. So since it's still part of the existing harvest, it's not really considered shikha. If not, if it can't be, if it can't be cut along with the wheat that hasn't been cut yet, we say that's already considered going back to retrieve it. So therefore it becomes the anim. Next, shibolat shalleket, what happens if you've got a shibolet, a, a, a piece of a piece of leket, a stalk of the leket, or e, I think the term, 
people translate it as, of Leket. And it got mixed up in a Begidish, uh, in his own pile. And he wants to give that piece of Leket, he's a well-known Leket, he wants to give it to the Ani. But he can't just, he can't just give him a replacement stalk because there are all the other stalks there are what? They are considered tether. So what does he do? He's mafrish mais, he takes one stalk, he's mafrish maise mi makom for that one stalk and gives that to the Ani. Simple. So in other words, Ani doesn't lose out, he gets his stock. So Amar Ebeliezer, this says, hey, Bechiech, Ani, Machlif, Davar, Davar, Shalosh, Baba, Balur, Um, How is it he can, and he says, how can someone be, how can he Machlif something that the Ani doesn't own yet? In other words, this stock belongs to Ani is, well, the Ani hasn't mezakered, he hasn't acquired it yet, that he can say that, Balavai, yeah, I'm sure I'm, ha- I'm happy you to switch it with me. I don't care, just give me another stock, whatever. He can't do that yet, according to Rebeliezer, because Rebeliezer says it doesn't belong to the Ani yet. It's somewhere mixed in the stalk. So how can you do a business transaction for something that is, doesn't actually belong to that Ani yet? It belongs to the if you're Ani in general. So how can you do a Hakalafah with it? What's very interesting, the Batanura points out, is Rebeliezer saying this is the Shittat Kharabana. Why? Because if you remember, we said, we saw a Machloka, where an Ashi can mezake something, the paya for an Ani. And Rebeliezer says you can do that. So he says, Shitati, I've got no problem doing this. About for you, that says you have to be, only an Ani can be Zach, can, can take pair for somebody else. He can't, he can't acquire any piece of this. He can't do the Hachlafafi. He can't do the exchange. So what do we do? How do we resolve this problem? Ella, listen to this. What he has to do in order to do the proper Hachlafafi, this Ani, this exchange, he used to say, Mezaket Ani Bechol Hagdish. Given the whole thing, Matana Manachazir, he said, this whole thing belongs to you. And then what you do, then you can start doing the exchange and Shibola Dechad. And then since the whole stack belongs to Ani, you can say, okay, I'm giving you this one in place of the Leket one. And then, um, and then, then again, over. And then you do the Meister and then give it. Okay. Gemara asks, What's this standing week that can save this uh, single stalk? So, Amr of Yochanan, That's, look at the Mishnah, read Pshuto. We've got a Mufurash. As long as you've got standing week, and the single stalk that was missed and left behind can reach it, it's saved. However, Amr Rabbi Yossi says differently. When do we say we have the requirement of this kama to reach, sorry, the, the stalk to reach the standing wheat? That's only if everything's been cut around it. If, however, you've gone row by row, and the next row you're cutting has not been cut yet, even if that single stalk can't physically reach it because of a gap, just a natural gap that hasn't been cut yet, it still can be saved, if you like, by the standing weight, even if it can't reach it. Okay? In other words, when to consider that you need it to reach it, that's only if everything's been cut around it. But in a case where there's, there's a whole set, you've gone row by row by row, and there's still a standing section there, and even though that this piece of this one stalk can't reach it, that's still considered not being choser to go back and get it saved, if you like, by the standing weight. That's it. That's, that's the way Rabbi Yossi explains it. However, but when it is sovava, meaning if you have cut all around it, then roshor it has to magila kama, and it also has to be, it not only just has to touch it, but also has to be katseri makama. It has to be, you have to be able to cut them together. It says, what happens if this, the single one remaining is very tall and it can reach the, the kama, the standing stuff that hasn't been cut, but the standing stuff wouldn't be able to be cut along with this single stalk? Does it work? The answer is absolutely fine. 
as long as it be, as long as a single stalk it can be can be cut with the kama with this, all the standing stuff that's been cut yet that's enough to save it. Now the Mishnah then asks, sorry the Gemara then asks what happens in Hayushtayim? What if there are two, two like there are two that haven't been cut, and the pni, we're going to talk about a pnimi chitzon. Pnimi is the one that's closer to and can reach the standing stuff, and the and the chitzon is the one that cut. So Hayushtayim pnimi. So again, I've had a few different gives a change. I'm not sure if you've noticed as we're going along. But he says that what happens is if then basically this this um, as long as the if they if this if the I'll read Ruch Haim inside. Where is it? One second, make it more clear. Um, it says, The inner one that could reach it, that's saved. And therefore can save the outer one that can't reach it. Provided that what? That those two stalks can be cut together. They're close enough in proximity from one another. So therefore, since the inner one can reach the Kama, and the outer one, even though it can't reach the Kama, can reach the one that's already saved. It's next to it, therefore, one saves us, like in a chain. And I'll read you a bit more. Since the Eina one can be saved, it's not Shikha. Therefore, what happens? This outer one can even be cut on its own because it's Nitzelek, it's safe. It doesn't have to somehow then be chapped along with the other one because the inner ones are in the long to the Shikha and therefore it can save that stalk that's next to it. Um, fine. I was, Romes is like I was harvesting in Zaitin. It's a term that's used for Zaitin, for olives. Important understanding here, meaning you're picking up olives and you're progressing through the olive tree. If you can see one you missed, as long as it's within arm's reach, it's not Shechacha. Okay? That's enough to be not considered Shechacha. It's considered as if you're still in the process. However, Rabbi Yochanan says, no, Mekem and Shavarla, Shachar is a Shechacha. He says, no, once you've passed by it and it's behind you, it's Shechacha. That's Machlok. So we say, Matnit et Pligia, Rabbi Yoshaya. We're going to add that Mishnah seems to be Cholik on Rabbi Yoshaya. Why? It says, Shibol Shebekatsir, Rosh Hamagiel Kama. We said, Shibol Shebekatsir, Rosh Hamagiel If it's Rosh Hamagiel Kama, if it can reach all the way to the Kama, Shibol, uh, um, uh, then it's then it's saved. But if it's not, it can't. It was a shibolet. One second, this, this shibolet, this stalk, you're saying it's limited by what? You're saying it's limited by the fact that it can reach the kama. But even if it can't reach, I can still, re- I physically can still reach it. So why should it be shechacha? That's why it's a kasha Rabbi Shah. Rabbi Shah says, as long as with arms reach, that should be enough. And what are we saying now? We're saying now that no, it depends on its proximity to the stuff that hasn't been cut yet. Not your whether it's with an arm reach of you or not. So Reb Laz says, No, we're not talking about that. In other words, we've gone past this stalk. It's no longer in arm's reach. So even Rav Chisti will understand now it's a question of Shechacha. What does it mean whether it can reach it? Not whether this one stalk can reach the part you're up to cutting, but whether it can reach the next row. In other words, despite the fact that I've passed that it's no longer in arm's reach, the fact that it can reach the, the shurasheni or shlishi, depends which way you want to, whether you say uh, sovva or not, that's enough to, 
nonetheless save it, so therefore it's on a kasha Okay? Because it's because it, because it's already gone past it, it says it mechalif shot. So therefore, therefore it, we need this other smaller shear to still redeem it. Okay, let's continue. Now this is a fascinating case. What happens now is if I have one stalk, and that stalk is saved by the kama. Okay, so that one stalk was saved from having the din shichacha, right? Because of the kama that was standing. But then what happens? And then I forget that standing section. Or according to the uh, or I just simply, uh, sorry, according to the grass here. So I, I just harvested that whole section. Now, is it because I saved at the moment when it should have had the din shichacha on it? It was saved, it can no longer be considered shichacha. Or do I still say, no, now it's shichacha because it's effectively no longer saved by the thing that was saving. It's an interesting cup, right? It's almost like we were saying before, if it's in the property of Hectic, the time when it it's true, part of the Shrimp there's man when it is, should be chaled in shichacha, it was saved, so therefore it can no longer be ever considered a shichacha. Or do we say, no, it's ridiculous. It was saved at a particular point. The thing it's saving, it's gone, so now it's shichacha. That's the I mean, question. question. Is there a such a thing as a zman shikha? I mean, or it can just happen any time. That's the question. I mean, that's... Uh, well, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's, also, that's also kind of part of it. That's part of the question. I think that's behind the question. That is the question. Okay. Yeah, I think that's behind the question. Absolutely part of the question. Um, I mean, you can see before Shuru Khan. He says... Um, where is it? Yeah, in the middle of the Rukhaim. The time of the Pata, it's how I'm done blind. Time of the Milt, the Kim and the Peshasha, Balikla, Shikha, Shakha, Hatomer, Lo Haile Bay Shikha. By Tani Tzolekvar, Zachaba, Balabait, Beshub Eno Hosel Shikha. And the Tamra couldn't mean Shikha, it didn't get it in Shikha, therefore it becomes a property of the Balabait, so we can't switch it back to Shikha again. Interesting. So Itani Tani, we can bring a proof. Imatal, Tramisha, Harez Shikha. What's his talking? Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped a lot. Nishimina Mahara, we can learn from here. Someone's going bundling, taking the bundles of, um, of uh, say, wheat from the field. It takes one, two, and three. There are five, there are, there are a few in a row. But forgot the fourth. One, there are two opinions. One says, if you take the fifth one, then it's shikha. Because now you forgot the fourth. Too late. If you just laid enough time where you could have taken the fifth one, it becomes shikha. Meaning, even if you haven't taken the fifth one. So how does this work? Amar Abun says, Manda Amanda Tala Tachanishi, the shita that says, oh, once you take the fifth one, that's when you physically take it, that's Bishia Sham Shishi, that's when there's a sixth one in the row. Why? Because I'll explain it outside in the interest of time. Shikha uh, only applies if you get one or two. Now, since there's a sixth one, that means there are three remaining. Once you've got three remaining, it's a Shura, and therefore the Din Shikha can't apply to another four. So it's only once you take the fifth one, it becomes Shikha. Uman da Amra, the shit that says if you wait long enough to take the fifth one, it's shikha, that's when there isn't a shishi. Besha'in yesham shishi. Why? Because already the din shikha can apply. So if you just waited long enough to then move on, it's already considered forgotten. Okay? So we say, ah, don't you see? This is beautiful now. According to the way we just said, if there are three remaining, it's not considered shikha. But if you take the fifth one away, it becomes shikha because it's no longer considered a row, you see what? That despite the fact that the time when he forgot it, Shikha didn't apply, it can apply later on. It's not that at that moment it has to, the question whether Shikha's chal or not. So 
So he says, Im im atchelona talchamish lo kvar nira aravi ledon b'kashura had amar dvar shura uilat zuvshara harei hushichachad. That's a proof. It's a clear proof that despite the hushichad couldn't apply, it didn't apply at that moment because I had a six one in the road to call it a shura. The fact that as soon as you lose that shimshura, it can be hamshichad means it don't has to be. It doesn't have to. It's not a question of chalut shichad at the time you forgot it. It can it can become shichad later on in the process. Okay. You know what? We'll stop here. Um, because I know we've got a line to go, but that really begins the next question that gets us into tomorrow. And um, we'll, uh, so we'll pick up here in tomorrow. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. I right, called to have a good day.